on tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk. Aha moments, hot flashes, jury duty, our mall date, JFK and UFOs, Jack the Ripper, and are we in the Matrix? Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. Hello, Miss Petra. How you doing? You moving around your desk again? I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making the most of my available space. That's nice. <laughs> it's good for you to be like a machine and be able to pick up and move once in a while. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, but like it got really cluttered and spread out in the bedroom and I felt awful about it. And I mean, a bedroom should be calm and sexy and a safe haven. And that's the last place clutter should tumble over into. And all of our work stuff was in there. And I was like, no, no more. It's got to move. So it just has to be somewhere else. So there you go. Done. <laughs> he decided to do it like 10 minutes before our show started. Yeah, and I got it done. That's funny. <laughs> it was more, it was like, uh, you were on the phone. Right. <laughs> You're making me make excuses for myself and my behavior. Want to hear some aha moments? I do. I really do. I read this today. These are this BuzzFeed's not a too bad of a little channel or whatever Facebook, Facebook internet page. You know, I don't know. It's just silliness, isn't it? It generally yes. Yeah, I, I think as long as it just sticks to silliness, we we're all good. Which is fine. So, this is like, uh, for example, did, did you know that Men's Warehouse, the company, that warehouse is spelled W-E-A-R, house, and it's a pun? <laughs> no, I didn't, but that's funny. It's warehouse, like you're oh, wearing clothes. yeah. Right? That's very, very punny. <laughs> right? <laughs> See, you didn't know that. No, I didn't. Like, you read it and your mind just kind of corrects for it. Exactly. Like, there are certain words that when you read it and it's not auto-correct for you, corrected for you, like, for me, two, two, and two, and there, and there, and there aren't auto-correct, so when I see it wrong, like, it kind of stops my brain i trip up mm. on it but i have never noticed that it just whoop, autocorrect cool now i have more respect for their goofiness warehouse. <laughs> all right how about this one did you know the beatles uh-huh that's a pun no and this makes sense paul mccartney's a obviously a genius but uh-huh. also kind of a goofy dude uh-huh Look at the name, beat, as in beat, like musical beat, like they're, oh, like they're Beatles. The Beatles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm laughing more at that one than with it. But that makes sense. I've, haven't you always wondered, like, Beatles, what the hell does that, not that any band name has to make sense, but like, really, a bug, that's why you named the greatest band ever? But, you know, I really, it never even dawned on me to ask why. All right. How about this one? The name Arby's. What is Arby's? There's it's, our, it's a, there's our a, siren. We cannot have a. Yeah, that's part of it. Hello, Mr. Woo-hoo. Ambulance. Don't come and get us. Arby's is a, pheno- is a 
phonetic. That's uh-huh. word. Arby's is a phonetic for RB roast beef. Arby's roast. Uh, yeah, I get it. I get it, but it's just kind of it's a meh for me. That is like a neutral. So you liked Arby stuff? I do, but like Arby's. That's funny. That's just. Oh. So that's where it came from. Interesting. Arby's. Okay. Got another one? Got a million of them. Do you know birds don't live in nests? That's only where they keep their eggs. They don't live there. Yeah. I'm not sure if I knew that or not. Where do they live, though? I don't know. Do they just roost roost anywhere? They sleep in trees. They just roost in trees. Interesting. That's why (laughs) when you wake them up in the morning, they'll take off out of trees. (laughs) Birds don't live in nests. No, they only keep their... So their some of these are just facts and whatever. But yeah, that so, you don't really think about it unless so like, you've taken a class on birds or something. Right. So it's like aha moments is yeah. what this thing. It's on our Twitter feed if you want nice. to really delve into them. Nice. Those were good. There's a million more. Uh, you know why they call it film footage? No. Because back in the day, they measured film by the foot. How many feet of film it took to film something. <laughs> film by the foot. Oh, my. Yeah. Footage. Film footage. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. How about soft drinks? No other okay. Ca- no other called soft drinks. <laughs> wow. As opposed to alcohol has hard, hard drinks. Soft drinks have no alcohol. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Well, why do they call it pop? (laughs) Because we're dumb hillbillies. We're hillbillies. (laughs) Well, a few more. You had enough of these. Give me another one. This is kind of fun. Boxer shorts. You know why they call it boxer shorts? Why? Because they're literally the same thing boxers wear. Oh, okay. They're literally boxer shorts. (laughs) Wow. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> right? I thought that was a good one. Yeah. Some of these are done. I never thought about that one. Pipe cleaners are ju- aren't just for arts and crafts. They're also for cleaning pipes. Cleaning pipes. I knew that one. People who smoke weed know that one. Did you know that some stripper poles rotate and are not fixed? I did know that. So some of these dancers, all they have to do is hold a position and a pole spins them. Pole, yeah, well, they have to give it momentum. Mm-hmm. And they can actually control it. So, yeah, I did. Do you know Eminem's name is a is a phenomenon? How do you pronounce it? For uh, Marshall Bathers. That's it. M and M. M and M. I'm a shameless Eminem fan. <laughs> well, this says he also was required to spell it out on record deals so he wouldn't get sued by the Eminem's candy. Oh, that's funny. No, that's pretty interesting. I didn't, I didn't know that. I get it. I get why they wouldn't want to be completely associated with a heavy rapper. Right. <laughs> um, pet Smart. Uh huh. To play on Pets and Mart, like a Pet Smart. Yeah, that makes sense. I get that, that one. That makes sense. That's not a crazy one. Yeah. Do you know what hazmat short for? Hazardous materials. Yeah, I don't think many people know that. A hazmat suit. I have, material I, have been, suit. I have spent like probably way too much time in ha- like several week-long classes and stuff like that. I handled a lot of hazmat in my life. Did you know that howdy is a shortened colloquialism of, quote, how do you do? Yeah. 
I did not know that. <laughs> I had no idea they were related. How do you do, Howdy? I don't know how I know that, but maybe because of Howdy Doody, Mom was obsessed with Howdy Doody. Hmm. I think that's pretty interesting. interesting. I like that. Some people apparently don't know that charcoal is made of wood, not rocks. <laughs> you knew that, right? I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> do they uh, think it's coal? What's that? Do they think it's coal? Maybe it's because Probably. we grew up around coal. Yeah, we, we just know, know the difference. Yeah, we just yeah. know the difference, right? So there you go. Yeah, those are good. Touche, touche. Yeah, I thought these were pretty good. Yeah. We didn't yeah. go through all of them. There's a few more if you want to get on the, like I said, Twitter and figure it out or BuzzFeed. <laughs> I was today years old when I figured this out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. What you got over there? You got well, I am. All right. One. We're planning a trip to Canada. We're uh, going to. We're going to see nice people. Yeah. We're going yeah, to go see the land go of north, nice people. North and visit polite people. And when we do that, we're going to be driving past Detroit. So I might get to go. Uh, land visit. where there's some not so nice people. <laughs> I, guess, I guess you go through the. I, mean, I think it's turned around. But let's I face think it, it has. But let's too. face it. Detroit, uh, there's some badass parts. <laughs> It has a reputation, I mean, come whether on. whether you, anybody wants to admit it or not. But I'm looking into maybe getting to stop by, like, my idol online. Like, I haven't even, like, got up the nerve to buy a plant from there yet. Right. The Rare Plant Fairy. So, I'm like, oh, so maybe I get to visit, like, a super awesome, super rare plant store. Well, that sounds awesome. Let's go do that. I think you would enjoy it, too. You'd be like. Oh. <laughs> the whole point is taking a trip. We'll have fun up in Canada and yeah. stop on the way and. Do a little sightseeing and a little shopping and a little just goofing off because we really haven't done a trip in a while. So I've never been to Canada and surely August is the best time to go. It's going to be hotter than that. No, it's not. Hopefully, it's not like hot up there, and they don't have any air conditioners because testosterone is great. But for some reason, I'm having hot flashes again, and it sucks. Good old hot like, flashes. It really, it's awful. You, know, we were trying to have the sexy time yesterday, yeah. and I was having a full blown hot flash. <laughs> well. I don't know. I have testosterone, and I don't get hot flashes. So I, it's I don't just know. my my hormones are out of whack again, or something. I don't know what. So I'm looking forward to getting another appointment with my doctor and get it all checked again because it sucks. Well, hot flashes are just something you got to deal with. I guess I'll never know. I don't guess. You're Do not. guys go through those at all? I've never heard of it. No, no. It is a uniquely female thing, but. Like, there's all kinds of evidence that it is perfectly, like, legitimate and fair, and people thrive on, like, low-dose, or, like, hormone supplementation, like, through death. But you have to fight for it every step of the way, because there was one study that linked four patients out of a thousand to estrogen-only supplementation after menopause. Hmm. Four people out of a thousand. 
So, and that is what they use to scare all the women away from using any kind of like hormone replacement therapy. Like I've been doing a little bit of digging on this. I'm going to dig some more, but wow, like that's kind of crazy. Am I too loud now? No, no just checking. <laughs> I know it's your little earbuds out, though. Um, because you're a little loud right now, and I need to back off you a little bit. Yeah, okay. I can turn you back down a little bit. Well, no, I mean, like, it's, I, I have adjusted it manually, so it's just fine, fine for me right now. As long as it's working for you. It's working for me. Um, well, if it wasn't for Eve, Adam and Eve, she just I messed know. you all up. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> one for Eve, you'd be all right. Oh. <laughs> Oh, well. Having a female body just comes with extra labor. you got to have a whole doctor just for that. I know. It's complicated. It is. It's complicated body parts. It sucks. Sometimes I'm just going to whine about it because I've had a hot flash, like, immediately before we sat down. I'm just now cooling off. Mm. So, well, be handy you know, I don't usually whine a whole lot, but tonight I do feel whiny about it. So there. It'd be handy if you lived in Canada. It's cold you all know, the time. I just, I went and stood in the freezer last night. It was that, I was that hot. Well, whatever it takes. <laughs> if winter will be here soon, you can just, you can just stay outside. I'm going to need to. Just sit outside and read every night in the Probably. snow. Yeah. <laughs> I got to so, do jury duty a couple of weeks ago. Yes, and you almost got picked for a jury or for a trial with a jury. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How how you weird know, was that? You know, it was interesting to go through the process, and I wouldn't have minded being actually selected as a jury. But it is interesting. The whole process is kind of interesting. Uh huh. People just gloss over like oh, I got picked for jury duty. Well, you go into this big courtroom with say a hundred other. Well, say 75 other jurors, potential uh-huh. jurors, and they start selecting and asking questions. And you basically have about a 50-50 chance of being selected to then the actual trial jury. Yeah. So yeah. say you got jury duty, doesn't really, you know what I mean? There's like jury duty, and then there's the actual sitting for the trial yeah. jury duty. Yeah. So that's the first thing is they should delineate that a little bit, I think. Yeah. But the other thing, and we all know, I mean, let's just be honest, we're all surrounded by idiots. We just are. And when you pick 75 random people from the community, you just know, luck of the draw, there's a bunch of idiots in there. Well, one, I think having to call in and check in and things like that kind of probably weeds out the ones that are completely incapable of doing that and following those instructions. Maybe a little... But maybe a little. But but this jury, like, there was one guy that they selected to be, like, they selected him from the big jury pool to be in the actual trial jury. Uh Uh-huh. And then, once you're in that little group of people, then they start asking you questions. And you can still get eliminated from that. Yeah. And then if they eliminate you from that, then they draw a name out of the hat again from the general pool. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're in the general pool and you see those people up there and they're asking them questions and there's just some idiot that you just know is going to get thrown off. Yeah. Then you're almost like mad at him. Like, damn it. Now they're going to draw another name. Now now I'm going to get picked because you're an idiot. (laughs) Did they pick him? There was a guy who 
on this jury, and it was a it was a pedophile case. Uh huh. Fourteen counts of of receiving and viewing and distributing like uh, porn with people under the age of twelve. First of all, did you even know there was a like different levels? <laughs> You know, there must what? be 12 and over and 12 and under, I guess. Oh, my God. How creepy is that? But, like, literally, God, we need to, like, categorize them to keep them away from the general population. We really do. Because there's a huge recidivism right. rate. So the lawyer for the defendant, he asked this juror, and I guess he had... He did a good job because he zeroed in on this dumbass. But he asked the guy, like, now, so you understand that the defendant is not under any obligation to prove he's innocent. You understand that the state has to prove he's guilty. But will it be a problem if he doesn't testify? You understand that he doesn't have to. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I understand. And so the guy basically did the whole Okay, well, repeat back to me what I just said. Basically, yeah. he said something like, "Okay, so, 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 explain to me what you would that, that you don't tell me. Tell me what I just said." Basically, he said it in a nice way, but yeah. And the guy said, "Well, basically, that that he has to defend himself and and he has to prove he's innocent. And if he proves he's innocent, then we'll say he's innocent." Guys, <laughs> like, uh, he's like, "Judge, can we approach?" <laughs> They did that a million times. Yeah. So they all went up and talked about this dumbass. And, they have to. And uh, and I don't know if he got kicked off or not. I don't think he did. I think actually the judge basically then brought him up uh-huh. and explained to him like, no, stupid. You said it exactly the fucking opposite that this guy told you. Oh, my God. So he. And they put him back on the jury. He was one of the jurors. Oh, that's horrifying. Can you imagine if you were accused of a crime right in a community that knows your name and oh my god i like that's horrifying that's like, I, just I, like I, that makes my stomach think just sink <laughs> right and, and and right if i was a defendant's lawyer i would have demanded that guy be off frankly yeah. i'd have been like no way no like he just, like he just told you that he expects my client to prove he's innocent, not the other way around, like it works. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. I would absolutely have wanted to have gotten rid of that guy. And that may be uh, how the next trial, because he'll get, you know, he'll get a, um, a what do you call, appeal on that. They all do. Well, I don't if know. If there's any jail time, they're going to get some kind of appeal. And that would be what I would zone in on then. The well, faulty juror. Well, there's certainly some dumbassery going on. Um, some of the questions that they asked all these jurors, like, so do you know, do, have you ever had any dealings? Do you know the judge or the prosecuting attorney, blah, blah, blah. And, and of, of course, it's a small town. Somebody like uh, several people like, yeah, I know him. Sure. Well, how do you know him? Well... I coached Little League, and he was in Little League when I was a kid. Like, no, dumbass. They're not talking about that. Oh, they don't my, give yeah. a shit that you know him as a kid. They're, ta- they're asking you if you, on a regular basis, friends with him. So, like, he, yeah. went through, so he had to go through those kind of things. Like, 
But, you know, honestly, if, like I said, if on appeal or something like that, they can zone in on any kind of relationship like that, any kind of weakness in one of those jurors, I I think that would be a fair, like, tactic. Well, they asked them, and everybody was pretty... You know, over overly, I felt like, like, come on, people, let's move this along. Yeah. Every yeah. And especially after a few, because the first person like, okay, so what's your relationship? Well, I coached him in Little League. And then the next question would be, okay, so do you feel like that that, re- that relationship would interfere with your making a judgment here? No. Okay. Next person. Okay. I know him from... His mom goes to the same church I go to. Okay. Would that would that relationship interfere with your ability to make a decision here? No, sir. Then the next person. And eventually you'd get the damn idea. Like, okay, they're not talking about this. But, you know, but 20 but- more people down the line is like, <laughs> will you people please? I know you see them at the post office once every six months they're going to ask you if that's going to impair your judgment or not (laughs) if it's not going to impair your judgment can't you just shut the hell up it's on the record though it's all got to be on the record (laughs) it's a small town it's all got to be on the record i guess Well, well it is all 20 or 30 people that somehow knew the judge or the prosecuting attorney or somebody, even the most minuscule way. But so. it's all—it's a small town, so everybody knows them somehow. So it, I think it's just funny that you got a front row seat to that spectacle. <laughs> and I guess it's documented. They can yeah. say that they are on the record. Says, said, like I said, I—I I coached him in little league, but I can put him in jail. No, not even the defendant. I'm talking the judge. They were just saying that I knew the judge. Yeah. And they won't sway my decision. Yeah. Because the judges. Yeah. It was that kind of thing. Well, that's your chance to go. Well, yeah. Well, I hate that bastard. I always did think he was a sniveling little shit. Yeah. But anyhow. So, uh, yeah. Jury do was interesting. interesting. I, didn't, I, I didn't get picked. It only took him two days after I was dismissed. Because I wasn't picked for the main jury. Yeah. Uh, I read in the newspaper. It took like two days. That dude like got all kinds of porn. I think it was a pretty cut and dry case. I can't believe he didn't plea bargain out of something. Oh, Whatever. Well, well, you know what? No, I'm glad he didn't plea bargain out of anything and is out. Like these are. Well, I'm glad he didn't, but I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> I mean, the evidence was obviously overwhelming. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Well, so jury duty. I never. I mean, if you if you work, I mean, come on, it is hard to get away oh, sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. but now that I've got a more flexible schedule, I don't mind do my civic duty and do that. Yeah, good. Oh, good. Well, anyway, um, we went to the mall. What do you think about that? That was kind of a fun little jaunt. We didn't waste like a, a high lot school, of time. Like a little high school date. Yeah, it was. A we even we day. ate pizza at the, uh, <laughs> at the old food, food court. court. It was great. It was great. I loved it. I'd been craving. Some of that mall pizza. Shopped around a little bit. Yep. Held hands, walked down the mall like little teenagers. It was a lot of fun. We had a good time. You were worried about the uh, kids riding the little uh, the motorized ponies around. All right. Electric I, ponies. All right, hillbilly nerds. I, is, <laughs> is this a thing? 
everywhere that they let kids ride <laughs> these animatronic rolling stuffed animals in the mall and they get pretty freaking fast <laughs> and i know and and i know they will haul a big ass Trust me, they will haul mm-hmm. a big ass on those things. Right. So there's some momentum there. What if they hit, if they hit me, it would throw me into the floor. If they hit a granny, they're going to absolutely cream her. I think those little kids might be playing crash up derby with I granny think they sometimes. Might. Not, not on purpose, but just because. No, I think some little kids might do it on purpose. Turn loose on like basically bumper cars. In the mall. <laughs> I think it's fucking horrifying. I hate it. <laughs> They'll run over you at five miles an hour in a stuffed giraffe. My butt. It's a little faster than five miles an hour. <laughs> you know that. Those those things scoot. They're, it's funny. I mean, I can see keeping them corralled in an area, um, in a big area or something like that, but not up and down, like just loose in the mall. Up and down, loose. In the mall, I'm horrified by it. I think you just start a movement, get a get a picket line going, get it on Facebook, all that. You think it's funny that I don't like it? <laughs> like I think it, I want to show all the insurance agents around. Look at this. This is horrible. <laughs> a little corral. I think it'd be Bad fun. Idea. I think it'd be fun if they were in a little corral. It'd be yeah. funny. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think that's a great idea. But just turning them loose. Who decided that was a good idea? We should put them in a little corral and then all the adults be able to throw shit at them. That's even better. I agree. Just pelt them with bullshit because they're kids. (laughs) Popcorn, leftover pizza, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Where did I leave my ink pen? Here it is. Sorry. (laughs) I lost it. Yeah, that was... I, I, I keep seeing that. It's only something I see locally. I didn't see that at all in Las Vegas. And I was walking around with like one of those foot long blue ices mm-hmm. of cannabis. Like the, they let you do crazy things out there, but they don't let kids run up and down the mall <laughs> on those vehicles, the bumper cars. It's not like ma'am, the rules. <laughs> The mall rules. Just be a mall cop. That's what you should do. You could, you could enforce these things. You can think of things what ahead of time. What? What? What Great. is your? What is your opposition to my opposition? I, I think I it's don't great. Understand this? I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, do you think the mall changed much? Then maybe you've had a mall experience, like uh, but I don't know, like going to Las Vegas. That's not really a mall experience. I don't think. Uh huh. I don't consider it anyway. Like, that was the first mall experience I would say I've had since college, really. Of like taking a day, like a day date, going to the mall, different shops, different places. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a girl thing. We go on it girl is. shopping trips. Yeah. So, yeah, that's not uncommon for us. I don't remember. Uh, my point is, I don't think it's changed much in 20, 30 years. Not a lot. I mean, you got your food court. You had the same basic stores. I thought the experience was very similar. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's bad. No, I think it's kind of uh, uh, almost a comforting thing. It is. It's kind of nice when some things kind of semi-stay the the same. Yeah. 
Yeah. Years, it's still the same thing. We ate at Sabaros. I'm sure 30 years ago I was eating at Sabaros. I know. You keep talking about it, too, and it's making me crave pizza. I love like it. Like, right now. <laughs> you can't beat mall court food. Food court. No, I know. Food court food is great. It is. It is. It's so greasy. Mm, it it's is just good. great. Yeah. Except for the pretzels. Anymore, the pretzels seem like they've changed a little bit. They're now, saltier or something. I don't know. Well, that's because our our mall doesn't have any Ann's pretzels. Yeah. They're the, they're the king of pretzels. They are the king of pretzels. But our mall still had the Spencer's. You still had the same, you know. It just, Belk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> JCPenney's, the GameStop. Like, it's just. I don't know. It, it's kind of, it's not comforting. It, it is. Change it's just much, kind frankly. of, it, 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 they, like, and the clothes really don't even change that awful much. It goes in cycles now, and everything changes so fast. I think it changes faster now because of fast fashion. Right. And everything's internet instant. So, for us, it's like, oh, my God, it's back in style. Wasn't this just in style two weeks ago? Mm. I know us guys, and maybe it does. I'm just blissfully unaware of it, which is fine. But you know what? They still sold cargo shorts, and they still yeah. sold shorts the same shit 30 years ago for us guys. I Khaki, agree. Yeah. khaki pants and blue jeans. Like, it hadn't changed that damn much. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The only thing I did notice, they don't have, like, plaid Shorts for guys. That must be out of style. It must be out of, out of style right now. You should hang on to yours. I am. There will be collector's items. <laughs> They'll be back in style in like uh, Put them in a museum. <laughs> but they have a, every solid color. Yeah. But no uh, no plaids and all that stuff. That's kind of sad. You can probably mm. find them online somewhere. Well, I'm quite sure. Yeah. But I guess that dates me if I wear them out. Now it makes me want to wear them all the time. Go for it. I always... They're this is terrible, now. but I have a tendency to buy things a year before I actually wear them. For some reason, it takes me that long to get it into my wardrobe sometimes. Some of these shorts I just ordered, they will, I'm 53 years old. They will probably last me the rest of my life, some of them. <laughs> <laughs> 40 years from now, I'm going to be wearing khaki shorts. You I mean, they're never going to go out totally out of style, I don't think. I mean, mm-hmm. at some point, again, with us guys, there's only so much. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do with a damn pair of shorts? Make them different colors, and they're either going to be cargo or regular. Yeah. What the hell else uh, is there? Well, they mess with them now and make them longer and shorter and a lot tighter. I, and, guess, I guess they can do some of that. Yeah. But there'll but, always be somebody who wants them halfway loose, not exactly, super tight. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I think you're I, – I feel the same way. There are certain things I just keep buying over and over again, and that's my staple, and I enjoy that. Well, there you go. I'm fully embracing the crazy gardening lady stereotype. I don't know if you noticed me out there this morning with the hand vacuum, vacuuming the Japanese beetles off of my roses. Right. <laughs> but I'm sure people think I'm crazy. Hmm. Well, good for you. Get those beetles. <laughs> 
You know what? It's working great. You suck them right off. I there. go out in the morning and suck them all off the roses and dump them into a bucket of soapy water. You can't just knock them in. If you try to do that, most of them fly away and they come back 15 minutes later when you've gone inside and given up. If this, you just put the whole vacuum head over the flower and go. Right. And it's it. If the flower's still good, the petals will stay on, but the beetles will get sucked up. If the flower's fading, it'll just pull the petals off, but the beetles get sucked up, and you get them all. That's so, good. So, it's my war on Japanese beetles. I hate those little bastards. Die, beetles. <laughs> Not the band, either. <laughs> well, I'll tell you a little bit about old conspiracy theory stuff we kind of like that. i want to hear that i want to hear that i'll give you the tidbits of it yeah and, and I, I it would be it depends on how far down these rabbit holes you want to go <laughs> like <laughs> like first of all this is the first i've seen of this and this uh-huh. article mentions stuff from july uh, from uh july 4th for example, here's the deal. It's, okay. it's, it's JFK. Okay. Which Biden has made a final, quote, final order on JFK files, leaving people wanting more, is what the uh, headline reads. Okay. And basically, on at 6.36 p.m. on Friday before the long 4th of July weekend, Biden signed his order that says that this is all we're making public. There's 4,000 more documents and you're out of luck. We're not releasing any of that shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, come on. That had to be like a, again, the 4th of July weekend. I mean, they're perfectly like to not draw a lot of attention to it. Right. Yeah. Here's how that paragraph specifically reads. 30 years after Congress ordered that papers related to the killing be made public with limited exceptions President Biden has declared that he has made his, quote, final certification of files to be released, even though 4,684 documents remain withheld in whole or in part. Going forward, agencies will decide any future disclosures that may be warranted by the passage of time. Holy shit. We've talked about this forever. Even when Trump, his first thing, like one of his big... Uh, campaign things was I'm going to release these I'm going to release these and then he even specifically in office addressed it like now nah, I've looked at these and I can't we, 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 these can't be released <laughs> and now Biden like what is Holy in these shit. what the hell is in these 4,600 pages the only tidbit that came out of this at all was and this was apparently right before recently or whatever before he totally said that's it uh huh. Like he unclassified one of them. That all it is, it's the name of a guy named Ruben Efron. Uh huh. Who apparently worked for the CIA at that time, and his one of his jobs was he was the guy that was intercepting Oswald's mail and reading his mail. That's all that they've released. Whoa! So that does tell you that there's one thing that the CIA. Months before he assassinated him. Knew he was going to. Oh, well, or was intercepting his mail. Yeah. They were going through his reading his mail before he got it. Oh, wow. And I I really, yeah, I forgot about that because it's like, what did they hold over Donald Trump to shut him up about anything that 
right? Would be a freebie for him to give away. You can go back in the story we talked about on the show. Just go back and just do a little Google search for Trump JFK document release, changed his mind, whatever. You'll find it. What do they have? Uh, like, are they? Did they just threaten him? Like, whatever he saw. <laughs> obviously, it was enough for even Donald Trump to say, "Yeah, you're right. We can't release this." <laughs> no questions asked. I mean, that's that's what that's what my my brain is hung up on because you can't make him shut up. Like he's still saying things that could put him in jail. So, what did they tell him to shut him up? Or what's in there? Right. What did yeah. they what did they explain to him that uh some somebody filed I- immediately like a court order against uh Biden's you know his whatever whatever you call it decree mm-hmm. whatever and uh and the judge instantly shot that down and said no he's president he can do what he wants to. Dang. So there you go. Like, we'll never know. No, uh-uh. We will never know what the Not hell in happened. our lifetime. Isn't that crazy? Dang. I, my theory, personally, is that Oswald, we know that he worked. He was, a, he was in the Marines. CIA was watching him. Yeah. He went to Russia multiple times. Who, during the Cold War in the early 1960s, goes to Russia on spies. a re- on a regular basis there's spies, spies. either he he was i believe a cia spy who was sent to russia okay and i believe in russia they flipped him and he turned into a russian spy and okay. then when, then when he came back to america he got with some other russian spies or whatever he had to do as a russian spy get another person or two involved and he killed the president, and it was an assassination basically by Russia. I believe these documents show that Russia assassinated our president. And they couldn't say it even now, but, and I think that's oh, the reason. Oh, wow. And I think back then we had had the Cuban Missile Crisis. Like, we almost went to nuclear war then. And they made a decision. And I think they made a decision. Like, if we put this out, we are going to go to nuclear war. Our, there is no way these citizens of this country are going to stand for anything less than us going to war with Russia. Because they killed our president. That's what I think. Yeah. And if that came out right now, the pressure on our government to go to war with Russia. It'd still be there, right? It'd still be there. It would be like... Boom! It it's already there, mildly, with the Ukraine. It's still under. It's still yeah, under it's, it'll always be there. We've we've been. Mm-hmm. We grew up Cold War. We don't know anything but them being hostile, right? So, wow, that's a good theory. That's my theory. Is I think it, I think something that's a that, real good theory. It's something that big. That, that that's the only thing I can think of. So, we're just never going to know, apparently. Yeah. We know that guy's name, and he's been dead for 30 years. Dang. <laughs> so, there's, so, there's no questioning him. There's no questioning his family of what he read in those letters from th- that were addressed to Oswald. And those letters could have been, obviously, just from Aunt Margaret. 
mm-hmm. or whatever. It's not even saying that what's in the letters. It's just like, yeah, they were. This is the guy who worked for the CIA, and one of his jobs, among many, was he was assigned to read Oswald's mail. That's it. And now we're not releasing anything else ever. Unless an agent, it's all filled up. Unless some agency just decides to, you know, after a time, I guess, they can. But I wonder if, if we're going to live long enough to see something like right that right. released. You know, Vatican Archive stuff. You know, the mysteries. Hell, it's been news. There's been news for the last couple of months about, like, all of the aliens and the alien spacecrafts and the UFOs and what are they called? I don't even know what there's a new name for it now. But, like. Yeah, I know. They're always going to be UFOs. I'm they're sorry. UFOs for us. I'm sorry. And, like, it, it, like, did that just, was it released to the world? Do we all know that now that we're not alone or what? I'm confused. I know. There's mysteries out there that there are mysteries out there that people know the answers to. The yeah. com- us commoners don't, but somebody knows some of these things, right? Yeah. That's what's that's what's so tantalizing is when you know somebody knows. <laughs> it would be something yeah, that's I, like I get it, nobody knows what happens when you die. Nobody knows that. Yeah. But shit, somebody does fucking know what happened at Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah. They know whether it was really a damn hot air balloon or a test pilot, like somebody for sure, there is documentation that will tell you exactly what happened and they won't tell you. It's infuriating. It is. And even if they do tell you now, things are so murky and muddy. Would we believe it? You know what I'm saying? Everything is so muddy right now. It sucks. And even this, this JFK thing, I mean, it is the ultimate, like, murky, muddy mystery. Like, from all the evidence, it just seems absolutely impossible that that guy did this by himself. Yeah. It's impossible that one person did all this. It's, it's a, From the it's, physics and the bullet, you know, yeah. the ballistics, and yeah, the bullet that supposedly went, that supposedly went through one person and in and and hit another person's hand and shows up on a gurney that's just absolutely pristine. Yeah, that's never clearly been fired from anything. Yeah. Anybody would know that. Anyway, yeah. It is a crazy story. So. It is a crazy story, and, and, and one that I guess we lost a chance to hear. Yeah, yeah, we're never gonna, we're never gonna hear that one. Well, how about one more that that may have gotten solved? How about this one? Maybe finally, like a hundred and thirty years later, uh-huh. this one might have gotten solved. Apparently, all right. This person thinks they have figured out who Jack the Ripper was. All right, who is he? That's him right there. How you pronounce H Y A M? Hyam. Hyam. Hyam Himes. H Y M A S. What a weird name. His last name is his first name with an S on it. Hyam Himes. That's who. They make a very compelling case that that is Jack the Ripper. What do you think of that? Hyam Himes. Oh, that's an awful name. <laughs> well, I won't read the entire article. Yeah, you can yeah. find it on our, uh, again, on our Twitter where I post this stuff. But apparently this lady figured out that her great, 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 whatever, grandfather was a policeman on the case. 
Oh, wow. And okay. She, and she started getting into it. And she was able to get a lot of records from the insane asylums around at the time. This, okay. This all happened in 1888. Yeah. So that's how long we're talking about. And this Hyam Himes, apparently he lived in the area. He was a cigar maker, so he used a knife on a regular basis. Uh-huh. He was an epileptic, an alcoholic, in and out of mental asylums. He lived right in the middle of where all this stuff happened. Uh-huh. Uh, his condition were, got worse after some injuries. He wasn't able to work. He repeatedly assaulted his wife. He was paranoid that she was cheating on him. Uh, eventually, he was arrested after he attacked her and his mom with a, quote, chopper. Oh, geez. Okay. And because of his epilepsy, he had one arm that was like a stiff arm and a leg with a weird limp. Okay. And all those people, any eyewit- the one or two eyewitnesses around, that's exactly what they said. Jack the Ripper. Like he had an arm that didn't work well. His leg was all fucked up or he had a weird limp. They all said he yeah. had a weird gait. That It just describes him perfectly. Absolutely perfectly. And as soon as he goes into one of these asylums and never comes back out, they all stop. All the killings. Yeah. It, yeah. it seems to match perfectly. Oh, wow. His height. Supposedly Jack the Ripper was like somewhere between five five and five eight like not a real tall guy this yeah. guy's five seven yeah <laughs> he's just every single thing Checks seems to just the... check every single box oh wow right yeah witnesses described a man in his mid-30s with a stiff arm and an irregular gait with bent knees and miss bax horton discovered that the middle in the middle notes of hyams uh, he was 35 years old in 1988, uh-huh. recorded an injury that left him, quote, unable to bend or extend his left arm, had an irregular gait and an inability to straighten his knees, huh. systematic foot dragging. Uh, he also suffered from the most severe form of epilepsy with, with regular seizures, See, regular seizures. That would make a person mean. And brain damaged. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Holy cow. I mean, I I have no sympathy for him, but yeah, that's kind of an explanation. Hyam's medical notes taken from various infirmaries and asylums reveal that his mental and physical decline coincided with the Ripper's killing period, escalating between his breaking his left arm in February of 1888 and his permanent committal in September of 1889. Wow. It's perfectly. Bingo. <clears throat> Bingo. This is a dude. There are so many people going back now and doing like genealogy and history things that that's impressive. Go girl. So there you go. Finally. Wow. So I believe they've probably found this dude. Yeah. She's going to make a whole book out of it, which makes sense. Good for her. I had, I saw some sort of documentary or something on this. And I don't know if it was him or not. And actually, it says in this that, that again, you're talking 1888. Yeah. I don't know how they catch anybody doing anything yeah. in 1888. Yeah. But but he was apparently on their list of, like, a 100 suspects. Oh, wow. Like he wasn't on their list of, like, immediate, but he was at least on their list. I think a lot of, um, there was a some member of the royal family that a lot of, 
quote, history channel documentaries like to focus on just because it was scandalous. Right. So, I don't know. That makes kind of makes a lot of sense. Makes sense. Yeah, and I don't know how they solved any crimes back then. I don't either. But, I, but again, I'd read some or read or saw a documentary or something on Jack the Ripper, and they had mentioned somebody in an asylum. It might have even been him. Yeah. But this is the first... But anyway, that that it that they thought it was somebody who was in kind of crazy and ended up in a lunatic asylum. And then once he was in that asylum, these all stopped. I, I bet it might be the same guy, maybe. Yeah. But this is yeah. acting like it's a brand new thing. Anyway. Well, it's con- more conclusive than anything else that we've. I think the main thing Seen, for sure, maybe what I saw was more, they did suspect him, but this article is saying that she like recently has gotten the absolute medical stuff from these asylums on him specifically. Yeah. I think they were, they didn't release him or wouldn't release Follow him at first. Or, yeah. They're over a hundred years old. Yeah. Until his, all of his family was dead or whatever. Yeah. So there you go. There's Jack the Ripper. Asshole. He doesn't look like that mean of a dude. Apparently he was. He does have kind of crazy eyes, though. That's a picture from him in the asylum. Dang. I'm sure it's colorized, of course. God, what? I mean, imagine what an insane asylum in 1888 would be. I like, had been like a... Shit. <laughs> it's a prison. Sure. It had been like a, uh, a Halloween... Horror house. Prop horror house. Something from uh, American Horror Story. Yeah. Uh, sorry. But it was, I don't know, it was something. I mean, hell, at least they were starting to at least figure out a little bit of human mind a little bit. They were, we're trying. Getting we're getting there. I mean, before then, it was just like, I don't know, what the hell did they do before? by demons. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Literally, that's probably, <laughs> that was probably what it was. Before this, it was like, okay, at least this is a medical something we're going to try to help these people in a medical way, not just stone them to death on a cross. Right? Yeah. Yeah. At least it's trying a little bit of something, but it's still just really bad. (laughs) Only a little bit worse than awful or a little bit better than awful. Well, apparently this guy was bad enough to get thrown into more than one lunatic asylum in the day. And at least that stopped Jack the Ripper. Good for them, finally, for locking him up for something. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That is really crazy. That's nice. And I've got one last thing before we go. Perfect. Because I thought this was funny and I had to share. I had, like, a good little text back and forth with my brother this week. And, like, he finally understood that I was sending him pictures of two different gray cats. No. And he was very concerned for you because animal hoarding does run in my family. And he wanted to know if you'd put a limit on exactly how many gray cats how we many gray have cats we're going to have. <laughs> we have two gray cats. We have two gray cats. Because Petra likes gray cats. I like gray cats. And I don't apologize for it anymore. It's a thing. I lobbied for a calico <laughs> or something different color. And she's like, nope, I want gray. Okay. <laughs> Well, at least we have one short hair, one long hair. That yeah, helps. you can tell them apart. So at least I can time. tell them apart. Yeah, and and Bonnie is a little bit frog-eyed fluffier. He's fluffier and lighter. And frog-eyed. 
Yeah, she does. She has a look on her face like her two brain cells are confused. All the time. All the time. She always looks confused. Yeah. And she's not a dumb cat at all. She just has that look on her face. Kind of confused and excited and a little bit afraid all the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Confused, excited, and a little afraid. Yeah. All the time. That's a great description. And the other cat has 24/7. The, the most expressive face I've ever seen on a cat in my life. She can look at you and tell you that you're a dumbass and then just walk away. Mm. Like she's so disappointed in you. She's, she's very so regal. expressive. Yeah. She's very regal. Yeah. So we have a very expressive cat and then Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad that your brother's. Checking in on you. Checking in. Make sure we don't have 40 cats. I'm not getting eaten by cats. No, we have two. Two. Two is a good number. Two is the right number of cats in my book. I agree. I I really had to, I don't know, campaign hard. Well, you had to present some evidence to me. I was a little resistant for two, but you were absolutely 100% right. They seemed to... Feed off each other. Two's pretty good. Yeah, they bonded to each other. Mm-hmm. And I feel better about going on vacations and things like that because they're just going to play and, mm-hmm. you know, do their normal day things. They're misses, but not like, oh, my God, where have you been? They've right. got a pet sitter. Right. I, yeah. I agree. I think you were 100% right. Their lives will oh. be enriched by having another cat companion. Yes. Yes, and little Leroy Jenkins is definitely our biggest fan. <laughs> yes, she, uh, she does. All right. Tell well, them where we can find us. All right. We are on com, and you can find us on iTunes and iTunes and Spotify. And Twitter. Twitter is where I post most of our Articles, stuff we're going to talk about, random thoughts, blah blah blah. Any other big place we're on is is Reddit. Yes. Gosh, Reddit's going through all kinds of crazy shit. Apparently, right now. So whatever, we're on there. We don't seem to be affected. We're not putting up pictures of John Stewart twenty four seven. So (laughs) what the hell? Oh my goodness. I I don't know. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, we put a lot of funny shit on Reddit. Yeah, we spend a lot of time on there. Yeah, too much. I gotta get you on Twitter just to. Uh, just to post articles, I know you have to be reading some articles during the week. I do. That I would find interesting. I know, I know, but I just, I don't know. I'm just resistant to the Elon Musk. <laughs> well, you know, I I get it. But at some point, like, what the hell? They're all, I know, I know. They're all evil overlords at this point. You're just going to have to pick one. Does it matter if one's... <laughs> Does, is Elon Musk really that much different than whoever owns owns uh, Reddit or whoever does Facebook, Zuckerberg? Oh, or no, who no. The they're ever. all equally I mean, as... I mean, at some point, <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. It is. It's like the dystopian future that I um, role-played in Shadowrun. It is really crazy. So, But on that note... <laughs> Well, and, and the last thing before we go, I will say this: I, I, like with Twitter, Reddit, all that stuff, 
more and more and more, my eyes are pretty wide, are pretty open. And this isn't conspiracy theory. Uh-huh. I, I wouldn't doubt if half of the accounts that we look at or you look at or anybody out there has are not fake. They are. At least half or more are absolutely just fake, generated by some robot somewhere, owned by Twitter. Yeah. Or whoever, designed to... If you like cat videos, you're going to get the fake account with cat videos. And some of them are real, I guess. And if you don't know, then we're blissfully aware, unaware of it, whatever. Yeah. Well, they're fake accounts and all the algorithms um, yeah, are algorithm. designed for outrage because that's what keeps people coming back the strongest. Well, and I, so, and I see right. that sometimes. It's on the front. Mm-hmm. Like the stuff that... Fires me up. It's the first thing I see when I log in any place. Well, and I just got on. Somebody was telling me about this Google Docs. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm far enough behind. I didn't know that Google had basically Word and Excel and all these other things from Microsoft Office for free on their front page of Google. And so, and within Google Docs, I was just playing around with it. And as I was playing around with it, Google Docs asked you, like, do you want to try AI? Want to see how that works? I'm like, sure. Let's see how that works. And I just said, did a few test things. Yeah. And it's unfucking believable. And that's free. That's Google Docs in a Google document thing. I just said something like, generate an advertising for loft apartments. And you read that damn thing. It was pretty. You couldn't have written that. It would have taken a human being all damn day to write that. It would have it would have taken me all damn day to write that and proofread it and make it look good and everything. And it was instant. It was instant and it was aesthetically you I would print that in a second as an ad. Yeah. And so if that's out there for just Joe Blow public what the hell do they have that's running all these other sites? I'm just saying it's all fake, people. We are living almost in a simulation at this it's point. It's the Matrix. It almost is the Matrix. I'm just saying, just just understand that Twitter and all these things, it's all make-believe. And then you can maybe get on it and have some fun with it with, mm-hmm. the, with the other 25% of maybe real people. But or whatever percent of real people are on there. But but we are. We're not robots. If you We're not on, robots, <laughs> but I'm not about to pay for that blue check or any of that. Fuck no. I'm not doing God. that bullshit. God. No. The, the guy that um, makes my favorite pimple popping uh, videos, he just like made all of his videos. You have to pay a membership on YouTube to watch the zip popping. That's not going to happen. That's like paying for porn. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, there you go. <laughs> so you can find us real people. <laughs> we're actually talk. real. You know, we're, you know why we're not re- how we know we're real because we don't have five trillion followers. <laughs> you know, we post real bullshit that's not spelled right sometimes, and it's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, well, anyway. All right. Everybody have a great couple of weeks, and we'll talk to you next time.